We now consider the basic question of when one redeems his Maeser Shani, putting down a coin that's of value equal to the produce itself, must he explicitly say, must he explicitly say the words, this is the redemption for the Maeser Shani food or similar, uh, being explicit, being koreshem, verbally declaring the foodstuffs to be consecrated on those coins. Or no, could a person simply put down the coin and it's evident to him, his intentions, and it's evident to anyone else who's looking what's going on, that he's deconsecrating Meister Shani. That's the question. The Mishnah says, Hapode Meister Shani, if one is redeeming his Meister Shani foodstuffs, Velokara Shame, and he doesn't explicitly say, Zeopidion Meister Shani. He doesn't say, this money is there to redeem the Meister Shani foodstuffs. Rebiosi Omer Dayo. Rebiosi says it's sufficient, meaning the food is deconsecrated, the money is invested with Kedusha's Meister Shani, he knows what's happening in his head, and that's sufficient. Rebbe Yehuda Omer, Tzarech Lefaresh. Rebbe Yehuda says, no, it is insufficient. A person must explicitly say, Zeo Pidyon Meister Shani, this money is here to be the redemption of, to redeem the Kedusha off the Meister Shani produce, or it doesn't work. That's the first, Machlokas. And the Lacha is like Rebbe Yossi. In the second part of the Mishnah, we have the same idea, but in a different area. Now we're going to talk about um, affecting Kedushin, let's call that marriage, or um, Gitin, let's call that divorce. And to do that, one must, to affect the Kedushin, one must give over something of value. A Sheva Prut is worth, if he's using Kenyan Kesef, he'll give, let's say, the ring to the girl, and when the girl takes it, he has to say some words that explicitly put forth that What's happening is that she is getting married, having kedushin, by receiving this money. So a person would say, He puts her on notice. You are becoming married to me by accepting this ring, whatever the case may be. Um, similarly, when it comes to divorce, a person has to hand over a, a writ, a bill of divorce, called the get, and when he gives the get, he has to tell the woman who's being divorced, this, he puts her on notice, this is your get, the bill of, of severance, divorce contract. And when she takes that get, that's when she becomes divorced. So the question is, like we had in the first part of the mission, what happens if um, a man just gives a woman the ring to be married or gives her a get to be divorced? Will she be divorced? And the truth is that both parties, Rebiosi and Rehuda, will agree that in such a scenario she wouldn't be married or divorced, as the case may be. Um, however, their question is, what happens if they're having a conversation about getting married or about getting divorced. And then, let's say, for example, they say they're making wedding plans, when we get married, how it'll be, what it'll look like, what we'll do, and so on and so forth. And then they say, good, okay, let's do it. And he reaches his pocket and he gives her a ring and she takes the ring. But he didn't tell her that this ring was effecting the Kedushan. But in their mind, so to speak, it was clear, ostensibly, that this was the ring that's going to now start the marriage process. And they and they and she presumably knew what she was getting, and he presumably gave it for that reason, but nothing was explicit. So, is that now going to make them married? And similarly, when it comes to divorce, let's say they're having a conversation, and, you know, they say, listen, we agree, this is, you know, this didn't work out, and it's time to go our separate ways, and the husband says, okay, fine, and then he writes a, without any talking further, he writes the get, and hands it over to his wife, who accepts that piece of paper. Again, without explicitly saying, this is the get, that's going now to effect the severance, the dissolution of our marriage. So is that sufficient? So the Mishnah says inside, 
If a person had been discussing with a woman the matters regarding either her get, getting divorced, or kiddusha, her kest of kedushin, and they're discussing it, and while they're on that topic, they haven't gone off topic at all, but on that topic, venasna gita vikidusha, he gives her the get, like I described, or gives her the ring, whatever it is, as I described, Velov um, Perish, but he didn't explicitly say this is the get or this is the cast of Kedushin. Rabbi Yossi Omer Daya. Rabbi Yossi says, like he did in the previous part of the Mishnah, that's sufficient. It's evident to everyone what's happening, and therefore, even without words explicitly saying, still she is divorced or Mekudeshet by the taking and acceptance, taking possession of that uh, get or cast or of Kedushin, the ring. Rabbi Yudah disagrees. Rabbi Yudah Omer. He says, no, if you're not explicit and say, this is your divorce bill, or you're going to be married when you take this, then it doesn't work. Even if it's contextually clear what's happening, you have to be explicit. You can't just, it can't be implicit in what's going on. The Lacha again follows the Rabbi Yossi. Um, the Mephorsh, however, are questions something interesting. In the first case, we said the redemption of Maishini occurs without being explicit. In the second case, we said the marriage or divorce occurs without being explicit. The difference, though, in the first case is that there's no context at all, necessarily. In the second case, there's context. They're having a discussion about getting married, and then he gives her the ring. Or they're talking about getting divorced, and then he gives her the get. So in context, it's clear what's going on. So the Mechalokas are showing him if in the first case, regarding the Maestro Shani redemption, if there must be explicit talk about the context, he must be talking about, this is Maestro Shani, I'll need to redeem it, and then he plonks down the money, without explicitly saying this is the redemption money, but contextually it makes sense. So according to the Rush and the Rosh, indeed that must be the case. They're parallel cases, and for the the um, the pity on the redemption of the Maestro to work, it has to be that there's been some talk contextualizing what's going on. According to the, the Rambam, it seems, um, and the Shulchan Aruch seems to go this way, uh, not at all the case, meaning simply putting down the money without um, any context, without any words at all regarding Maestro Shani, would be sufficient for redemption. Um, and uh, assuming that's the halacha, which seems it is, um, so then the difference, one difference which explains the two cases is that when it comes to Maestro Shani, um, the whole process is occurring, occurring inside one's head. And therefore, if he knows what's going on, that would be sufficient. Whereas when you're talking about marriage or divorce, you need both heads being in the same place, the husband and wife. And obviously that requires more context to make sure they're on the same page, which is a question of how much how much explicit context or explicit discussion there must be. In any case, the Lacha is follows Rabbi Yossi in both those cases.